your Bibles to Galatians, the sixth chapter and the ninth verse. Galatians, the sixth chapter and the ninth verse. Galatians is in the New Testament and Galatians is right before the book of Ephesians. Uh, Galatians, the sixth chapter and the ninth verse. And the reason why I tell this to you is so that you can have it. So throughout the week, you'll be able to go back to it and read it and look at it and see it for yourself. But now for the sake of time, if you can look up, our scripture tells us here, Galatians 6, 9, and let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, we shall reap if what? We faint not. Let me read it again. I thought somebody would shout by the time I got done reading that. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. From this scripture, I'll continue to talk to you today about the power of rest. And I'll show you in just a few moments how these things connect. In this scripture here in Galatians 6 and 9, the writer of this book is telling us to not grow weary. Are y'all still with me? To not grow weary. Now, the word weary is the result of the word being tired. Are, are you here? Yeah. Excessive tiredness will cause you to become weary. Yeah. Not taking a break. Not getting a rest. And stay with me. This message is going to be quick today. Not taking a break and not getting a rest will cause you to be weary. And the Bible says there is danger in you becoming weary. Amen. Because when you become weary, the next stage is you fainting. The next stage after weary is you passing out. So there are three stages. There is tired, there is weary, and then there is passing out. And the Bible says you got to be careful of weary because right after weary, very quickly comes fainting or passing out. Are you still with me? Now, why is it important that we don't pass out? Because passing out means a loss of consciousness. It's a loss of being. And when you're at a loss of your being, you don't have the ability to reap the harvest that is available to you because of all the good work that you've done in previous seasons. Are you here? Because reaping, write this down, reaping takes work. When it's time for your harvest, there is a reaping that must be done. You sowed seeds in previous seasons. You were doing good. You were doing all that God told you to do. The seed is in the ground. And from one season to the next, the seed was in the ground. It went down deep. It was developing. It's busting through the soil. It's getting ready to give you a harvest. But in order for you to get the harvest, you have to work to get it. You have to be awake. You have to be aware. You have to be in a place of being. Are you still with me? So the enemy knows I can't stop the harvest from the good you have done. Because once you have done good, seed has been planted. 
and the enemy cannot stop the harvest. But what he can do is stop you from reaping the harvest because you fainted, because you were weary, because you got tired. Are y'all here? Let me help you with the first thing. Being tired is not a sin. Are you still with me? Tiredness is the result of work or an activity. So being tired is an indication to your body you've been doing what you're supposed to do. So being tired, we all get it. Are y'all here? But you can't get to the place of being sick and tired. <laughs> Are you here? Because my mom used to say that all the time. And uh, she would say, oh, I'm, just, I'm just tired and I'm sick and tired. Are y'all here? That means she wasn't just tired. Her tiredness was pushing her to being weary. We all get tired. But we all have to have a way to be able to recoup from being tired. Because we all get tired. We get tired of being a husband. We get tired of being a wife. We get tired of, of, of being a parent. We get tired of our kids. Y'all got to say that, I'll say it for you. We get tired of our bosses. We get tired of having to work every single day. Let's just be honest. We get tired of coming to church every single Sunday. We get tired of people asking us to do stuff. We get tired of always being pulled off. We get tired of having to pay bills every single month. We get tired of trying to figure out how to make one thing meet the other thing and always being short. We get tired of the cycle of financial responsibilities and feeling like it's a big circle and we're not getting anywhere. We get tired of being left alone and talked about. We get tired of People doing us negative and we ain't done nothing to them as far as we know. We get tired of family members lying on us. We get tired of just trying to do good. And people talking bad. We get tired. I'm with you. I'm tired with you too. Are you here? So being tired is okay. As long as you know how to deal with your tiredness. Because the scripture says don't Grow weary. Growing weary means it's a process. It happens over time. And you look up one day and you're like, I'm weary. And you feel like quitting on life, on people, and on relationships. And that's where the danger is. Because when you get to the place of wanting to quit, what happens next is that you do quit. You check out and you're gone. Are you here? So we want to help you before you get to weary. Because weary is tiredness being added on. One thing, I, I, I don't know if you've ever said it. I've said it. I heard my mama say it. I said it because I heard my mama say it. And my mama said it because my grandmama said it. You used to say things like this. It says one thing. Y'all say the same thing, huh? one thing after another. You feel like is, is, is there any light at the end of this tunnel? It, is there a resurrection from this death? It, it, is, is, is there really change around the corner? Are we really going to level up? 
Come on, y'all. These are, these are true questions. I, I can ask them as a pastor. God, you told me to do what you told me to do. But I, God, I, I'm tired. Come on, y'all. You, 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 you get tired in doing the thing that you're called to do. But you have to make sure that you don't let one tired event add on top of another tired event add on top of another tired event because after a while what you are doing is growing weary. Are you here? So then pastor, how do I deal with my tiredness? Because the dictionary tells us, and I wrote this down because I wanted to say it correctly. Weary, the definition of it is excessive tiredness resulting from a lack of sleep. Excessive tiredness resulting from not getting rest. That's what weary is. So it means you got tired, but when the tiredness came, you didn't get rest from what you got tired from. Are you still with me? Because I'm almost finished. You didn't, because it's, because you, you didn't get rest from what you got tired from. So now the next thing adds on it, and now you're even more tired and irritated by that thing, but really the thing that you're really tired and irritated by really ain't that thing or that person is really the culmination of a bunch of other things, but you never dealt with the things that were underneath it. So now somewhere along the line, somebody in your life is going to get the brunt of you being tired. And it's going to be you exploding with your emotions. I'm sick of you. Why are you always doing this? And it ain't even them. They just happen to be the last one on top of the mountain of your tiredness. And they ran into your weariness. Are you here? We all experience it. The Bible says, deal with your tiredness. How do you deal with your tiredness? You deal with your tiredness by resting. God designed us to work and then to rest. Because the rest is the recouping from the work. Uh, are you still with me? The rest is the recouping from the work. Watch this. We, we, we live in Arizona, so we understand heat. Amen, right. Amen somebody. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm about sick of it. <laughs> I'm ready for this foolishness to be over. Y'all promise me, you. Y'all promise me. And coming here wouldn't last as long. It's lasting, it's lasting too long. But hopefully, hopefully it'll be changing soon. But there's things that they tell you during the summertime in Arizona that you really don't hear anywhere else. And there's this thing that's called an excessive heat warning. It means that you need to be aware of how hot it is. Because you can continue uh, 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 um, responding and going along as you usually do. But if you are not aware that the temperature has changed, if you're not aware that something has shifted, if you're not aware that you're dealing with heat that's greater than the normal heat, you will find yourself somewhere passing out from a stroke. Why? Because you've had excessive heat. Come on in here, y'all. And so they tell you naturally there are two things to do to avoid excessive heat. 
And the two things that you need to do, number one, is that you need to get somewhere and get something to drink. Are you here? When it's hot, if you don't realize it, you've got to get some water because water helps to cool you down and it helps to recuperate you. Water is refreshing to your natural body. Excuse me, I'm hot. Let me take a drink. And it doesn't take long. Are y'all here? It don't take long to get a drink of water. <laughs> Paraphrase that right. It don't take long to drink water. But you have to have enough sense to do it. You, you can lose your life for eternity because you didn't take two minutes in time to get a drink of water. The second thing you have to do is get somewhere and sit down. Are you here? Because you have to rest. Your body is overheating, excessive heat. So you have to rest and you have to take in refreshing or water. Are you still with me? Amen. We understand this from a natural place. It doesn't take a long time to do. It takes a few moments in your day. And once you do it, you have the ability to go back at it again. And once you go back at it again, you got to be aware that the heat is still there. And then you have to take time that you pull back out again. And that you rest for a few moments and you get some water. Once you have gotten that rest, you can go back at it again. God has designed you to keep going back at it. But you can't go back at it. If you don't rest, we understand that naturally with our body, and it's the same way spiritually. When you're going through something that has you tired, you have to know how to pull back from it and get a moment of rest. It doesn't take a week, it doesn't take a month, it doesn't take a year. It takes a second for you to tap into the thing that brings refreshing to your soul and that will give you rest. Pastor, what is the thing that I can do that brings a refreshing and a rest to my soul so that I do not become weary and faint right before the promise? The things that you can do, there's two things. The first one is to worship. Somebody say worship. Worship, worship is like a, 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 a drink of water to your soul. It, it is the refreshing of your soul. It is the reminding of you to you that God's got it under control and that you are his servant and that he holds all of your days in his hand. And in that same hand, he holds the earth in his palm. And God knows the number of hair that's on your head or the number of hair that's left on your head. Y'all don't hear me in here. God knows everything concerning about you. The Bible says God so loves you so much that when you are asleep at night he's singing a song over you because he wants to make sure that you got rest while you're singing. This is the same God that says come unto me all of you that are heavy laden and burdened and I will give you rest. Your rest is found in your pursuit of getting into his presence. Worshiping shifts your atmosphere in the midst of your condition. Worshiping changes the temperature even though you can't change your location. Are you here? You can worship him in your car. 
You can worship him on the bus. You can worship him at the bus stop. You can worship him in your kitchen. You can worship him. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Worship will make a cool breeze come your way when everybody else is fainting from the pressure. When people ask you, how can you stand it? How are you able to keep going through? All the stuff that you've gone through, how come you haven't lost your mind? Well, the reason I haven't lost my mind and the reason I haven't fainted isn't because I'm so wonderful. It isn't because I'm I'm so incredible, but because it's my God, and he is a great God, and he is. Hey, 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 I feel the Holy Ghost. He's worthy to be praised. And it's in that time of worship that there is restoration from our soul. It also happens during your time of prayer. If you look at Paul and Silas when they went to jail, it says it was praise and prayer that brought a relief that brought deliverance from their situation. Worship gets you into a place of recognizing God, I'm nothing without you. And then the prayer behind that worship gets you to a place of praying out his promise, praying out his word, saying it doesn't matter how hot it is right now. It doesn't matter how difficult it is right now. God, I remember what you said. And I'm not getting off of what you said. Because see, again, I told you before that the enemy knows he can't stop the harvest. But what he tries to do is stop you from seeing it. Because if you pass out, you miss it. Are you here? Because the harvest comes to a location. The harvest doesn't come to a person. But you are the person that's able to benefit from it because you know where you sowed the seed for the harvest. Are you here? So if you faint or pass out, we got to pick you up from the field of your harvest and take you somewhere else so you can recoup. And while you're recouping, your harvest comes in and somebody else gets it. Are y'all here today? So don't, don't, I feel like preaching. Lord, I wish I had that Hoops app right now. Because I feel like preaching right now in this moment. And I thank God for the musicians that are coming. So I won't have to use the app. But I feel like, I feel the Holy Ghost in this moment right now. To step out of teaching and to step into preaching. And to help encourage you. I want you to know that it doesn't matter how dark the hour is. It doesn't matter how far you sing from the promise. It is a truth of the enemy to make you get weary and to cause you to pass out. But get it made up in your mind today. Father I will continue to press into your presence. I'm going to do like Pastor Rhoda said. I'm going to send negative negative messages to my voicemail. I'm going to send negative messages to different places and I'm, I'm going to stay focused on God what you said because I'm too close to the promise now. I, I'm too close to what you've spoken. God, I didn't go all this time to see me fail and to pass out before the promise has come. I didn't go through all of this hell and I didn't go through all of this shifting to miss out what you said. So God, help me in the dark moments to worship you. God, help me in the difficult moments to pray through. God, help me in the moments that seem overwhelming to keep my eyes focused on you. Hey, hey, hey. Because you're going to do just what you said. Yeah. Lord have mercy. 
Lord have mercy. God, you're going to do just what you said. Just don't get out of place. Hear me, y'all. Don't get out of place. It's, it's when, I hear you, Lord. It's when you get close. It's when you get close that all types of foolishness happens. Because the devil knows he can't stop the promise. But he can stop you from seeing it. Are you here? He can stop you from getting it. Moses was only able to see it, but he couldn't enter into it. Listen, you didn't come this far just to see it. Does anybody else in here want to not just see it, but enter into it? So stay in a place where you are not weary. God, Holy Spirit, that's incredible. Moses missed going into the promised land because of the sin that he committed. Because God told him to speak to the rock. And instead of speaking to the rock, he spoke to people. And he hit the rock because he was tired. Are y'all here? I'm tired of all of y'all just talking about me. I'm tired of y'all saying what God ain't do. Didn't God bring us this far? That and he just got frustrated and tired. And instead of going back into God's presence to get that off of him, he stayed in people's presence and it multiplied. And he did something in his strength instead of doing something in God's. And God said, Moses, I love you, but I can't let you go into my promise in your strength. So I'll let you see it. But you won't be able to go into it. People of God, we're close to what God promised. I, I'm telling you, I, I, I woke up this morning and felt a shift in my spirit. And I'm not making this up. I felt like something shifted in the spiritual realm and we're going to see it naturally in not a few days. It's not going to make any sense why all of a sudden your business goes boom. It's not going to make any sense why all of a sudden this thing happened. Your children started acting better. Relationships got better because it's not anything that you've done that's going to make it happen from here until tomorrow. But it's something that God decided that shifted. You, I hear you God. You cannot make a seed grow. All you can do is wait for its resurrection. Ah, Lord have mercy. And when it's time for it to resurrect, it's not because you prayed it through. It's not because you were so powerful you made it come through. But it's because you stayed in a place of waiting. You stayed in a place of anticipation. And when it was time, something happened in a realm that you couldn't see. Something is happening in places that you are not aware of, but you're getting ready to see it in not just a long time from now because something has shifted in the spirit, so don't you get tired and become weary. Ah, I feel this in my spirit. You stay right where you are. You keep doing all that you've been doing, and God is bringing a change because the season has shifted. I wish everybody we pastored was here today. The season has shifted. That's why you're so tired now. Because the devil knows can't stop the harvest. But I can stop them from getting to it by making it be one thing after another after another. 
you feel like you overcame one thing, something else popped up. I'm telling you, I felt it in my natural life. I feel it now in my natural life. I feel it in passion in this church. Felt like we were getting to a place and then something happened and it, and it dipped. And I'm like, God, but I'm going to keep doing what you told me to do. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep my eyes on the promise. I'm gonna keep my eyes on what you told me to do, and that's all you have to do. You don't have to complain. You don't have to do any of that. Just stay in the place that I, I'm gonna worship you. I'll endure the punishment. I'll endure the shots being taken. I'll endure the pain. I'll endure all the negative words. I'll endure all the lies spoken against me. But all I'm going to do is to keep my eyes on what you promised. Because the season has shifted. Because it shifts. I hear you, God, and I got to stop. Because it first shifts in a place you can't see before you are able to see it. Are you here? And I, as your pastor, can confirm to you if you've been feeling it, I will confirm to you something happened this morning that shifted some things concerning you. It may not have shifted all of it, I don't know, but it has shifted something concerning you. So don't you let your tiredness, don't you let your tiredness add up and cause you to be weary and cause you to faint and cause you to quit. You are too close now. Are you here today? Father, I pray for every tired person under the sound of my voice. Whether they are here in this sanctuary or whether they are watching us on social media across the world. There are a lot of people, God, that are tired. It's been one thing after another, after another, after another. But God, that tiredness is proof that something is going to change. Let us deal with the tiredness individually. Let us deal with that issue individually through prayer and through worship individually so that it is not a cumulative thing that pushes us to weariness that then pushes us to the brink of fainting. God, you did not bring us this far to fail or to faint. I have hope that I would see the promise and the good of the Lord in the land of the living so I will not faint. Encourage your people today, God. Strengthen your people today, God. Let them run towards you in a place of worship and in a place of prayer. And I thank you, God, for them being strengthened and for them being re-energized in their life. God, if there be anyone in here now that hears me, that is far from you. God, I thank you that as they are stretching their hand back to you, that you are redeeming them and you are restoring them and that you are even saving them for the first time if they be the case. Because our victory is not away from you, but our victory is running towards you. Thank you, God. We're almost there. We don't say it out of religious pontification but we say it out of the accuracy of the timing of your word and what we sense in the spirit it is right around the corner help us keep worshiping through and help us to keep praying through thank you for the souls that are being saved right now and the saints of God that are being restored 
and your people that are being strengthened. Thank you that we find our rest in your presence as we worship you and as we pray. God, we thank you for this. In the master's name of Jesus Christ, let all God's people shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, come on, Christian faith, if you are blessed by that word today, put your hands together and let's give our great God a great praise.